Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Thursday, December 17th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood and the media biz where uh, it's snowing. And I'm doing this in my pajamas today, so uh, let's just get to it, shall we? Starting in the TV set where Disney Plus has put the kibosh on the reboot of Lizzie McGuire. That's according to Hillary Duff's Instagram account, my go-to source for info on all things Disney Plus. The show's original creator, Terry Minsky, left the project after the first two episodes were shot back in January. And well, they never found a new showrunner or their way back to restarting production, so that's that. Kate Beckinsdale is the latest name to join a Paramount Plus TV series. She's going to head up a half-hour dark comedy from Funny or Die called Guilty Party. That's according to Deadline. Isla Fisher was originally cast but dropped out due to the pandemic. Kate's going to play a discredited journalist trying to regain her career by diving into the story of a young mother who's sentenced to life in prison for killing her husband, but maintains that she's innocent. I did say dark comedy, right? And Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin are teaming up for a six-part docuseries on Paul's career. That's also according to Deadline. Endeavor Content is going to shop the project to uh, both Apple TV and Netflix. Just kidding, I'm sure everybody's going to have a shot. Frank Marshall, who just did the very highly reviewed Bee Gees documentary on HBO, is a producer here as well. Over in the movie biz... Focus Features bought the worldwide rights to Kenneth Branagh's next movie. It's an autobiographical movie called Belfast that he wrote and directed, which follows a boy growing up in the tumult of late 1960s Belfast in Northern Ireland. Judi Dench and Jamie Dornan are among the co-stars. Bleecker Street has made the first acquisition of the Sundance Film Festival uh, six weeks before it starts. Man, COVID is really speeding up the protocols in this business. Uh, it's called Together Together, and to be clear, that is not me stuttering. It stars Ed Helms and Patty Harrison as a 40-year-old single man and his surrogate, uh, respectively, who forge an unexpected relationship outside of the whole uh, you're carrying my baby thing. However, no word on a sale price. And the Pete Davidson, Colin Jost, uh, presumably R-rated comedy, Best Man at Universal, now has a director. Christopher Storer, who uh, directed many episodes of Rami at Hulu, is now on board to make his feature film directorial debut, according to Deadline. They're still writing the script, though, so going to be a little while on that one. And over in, uh, well, just the biz at large. Christmas and COVID vaccines have apparently put Hollywood in a very agreeable mood all of a sudden. First up, Roku and HBO Max finally came to an agreement, giving HBO Max access to Roku's 46 million users. So say what you will about WarnerMedia pissing off everybody in Hollywood with their all movies premiering on HBO Max for 2021 thing. But it got the job done and it certainly has everybody talking about HBO Max finally, for better or worse. Now, could they have done six months of movies instead of a year and still gotten the Roku deal done? Probably. Especially since this deal got finished before the Wonder Woman premiere. But what's done is done. Unless they change their mind. It's not like they signed a contract or anything. Uh, Anyway, back to the Roku thing. It uh, starts today. So if you're a Roku customer, you'll see your HBO app morph into HBO Max. But you still use your HBO credentials to log in, if you can remember what the hell they are. So be sure to give mom and dad a call today to uh, check in about the holidays. You still can't see my air quotes, can you? But now HBO Max is full speed ahead, so we'll see what this does for their subscriber numbers when we probably get the next update in February on the AT&T earnings call. But with this Roku deal now done and the Wonder Woman release on Christmas, they're definitely now out of excuses. And finally worth noting here, by early 2021, the standalone HBO brand effectively will no longer exist in the streaming world. 
And the other big agreement yesterday came in the talent agency world, leaving WME as the only remaining talent agency that can't represent writers in Hollywood. As CAA came to an official agreement with the Writers Guild that both sides agreed on this time, which is essentially the same deal that every other talent agency already agreed to, namely the end of packaging by mid-2022, agencies and their parent companies, only being allowed to own up to 20% of any production entity, and something involving invoicing, which is uh, probably pretty key, but definitely way too inside baseball for this podcast. CAA has not represented writers for the past 20 months. Although back over at WME, things are moving right along, as they named 25 new partners yesterday. And if you're curious as to the list of agents promoted to partner, well, I think we can all agree that me reading 25 names is not the best idea. So thankfully, Deadline has the list, and that link is in the episode notes. Also, all pay reductions put in place this year at WME are being canceled, with full pay coming back to everybody on January 1st. However, one company doing the opposite is indie movie production and distribution company Solstice Studios. Deadline reports that executives are going to take a 20-30% pay cut and that layoffs are happening as we speak, although no reports on how many just yet. Solstice had one of the first releases post-pandemic that uh, Russell Crowe movie Unhinged, but it's been pretty quiet since and they only have one movie on the slate in the first quarter. That would be their TIFF acquisition, Joe Bell, starring Mark Wahlberg. In today's programming notes, CBS All Access launches Stephen King's The Stand. The first episode drops today and the rest will drop weekly. Over on HBO Max, The Flight Attendant uh, airs its finale. Not sure how we phrase that in streaming. Uh, Anyway, in case you were waiting for all episodes to be on the service before you started, now's your time. And the ABC Thursday Night Dramas have their mid-season finales tonight. The shows will not return with new episodes until March. Man, January's going to be tough. But at least there's a uh, Taylor Swift, am I right? So here's a little Tis the Damn Season from the new album. Seems appropriate for a snowy day in December. Spotify link to the song is in the episode notes. And also it's the damn season to hit subscribe to this podcast, if you have not done so already. It just makes life easier. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. We could call it even, you could call me babe for the weekend.